This is the Planet Rygate Podcast. Hello, welcome to episode two of the Planet Rygate Podcast. I'm Peter Stewart. Hope you're well. This is what we've got lined up for today's show. Wasn't run Rygate great? Apart from a little bit of wet weather a little bit later on in the afternoon when the kids were running, but everything was 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 so fantastic exhilarating what community spirit and talking about the community we spoke to a whole bunch of runners just as they crossed the finish line to hear more about them they're people in fancy dress people running for charities uh, there's a mother and daughter everyone we spoke to virtually and i'll tell you about that in a moment everyone we spoke to if you're listening now we gave you a leaflet you will hear yourself in the next 10 minutes on the show And also on the show, we speak with Renee. Now, you may know her. She's known on social media as the girl who gardens. And also, she runs the Blooming Earlswood site. And she's been running a Best Front Garden competition. We'll hear about that. And also, we're going to hear the winner a little bit later on in today's show. And what are your views about Rygate? Uh Uh-huh. And Red Hill? Uh Uh-huh. And what about the area in between? Your views of Redgate? We're going to be speaking to a local mortgage advisor called Zita, who lives in the area. He's going to be telling us about how she got involved with a group called Mortgage Mums and how they may be able to help you later on in today's show. Plus, we've got Crack the Code. Plus, we've got some Planet Rygate stars. This is the Planet Rygate podcast with Peter Stewart. And thank you so much for listening this week. And don't forget to get in touch with us. Hello at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. So, what about Run Rygate, eh? The Good Time Guide. Things to do and places to go on the Planet Rygate podcast. So, we're looking back at last week's big event in Priory Park. Dave Kelly and all of his team of volunteers and helpers and supporters, and of course, the runners and their friends and families all getting involved. A terrific atmosphere, terrific community spirit. Well done to everyone. And I was down there and grabbing a few people just as they crossed the finish line. Everyone I spoke to is now going to appear over the next few minutes on the Planet Rygate podcast. Apart from, and I'm so sorry, if you're a young lady called Jazzy, I'm sorry there was a bit of a glitch on the recording, so we don't have you. I do apologise. So heartfelt apologies from me to you. But everybody else, listen out. There may be someone here you recognise on the Planet Rygate podcast. It's Laura Taylor and I did the 10K. It was good. It was hotter than previous years. And you always underestimate the hills, but no, it's good. There's a great support out there. What's the worst part of it? The hill at the end, I think, although there's a lot of music and a cheer squad now, so it's easier, but, yeah, just knowing that it's coming. <laughs> it's local, it's a local race to me, so I've got, I'm fortunate, I've got lots of people out on the route that know my name, so I feel like I have a responsibility to try my best. <laughs> Pretty tough, but we have a sprint finish. I think I clocked in at 40 minutes, 16 seconds. Oh, my name is Stephen Harris, and I just run the 10K. I was aiming for about 45 minutes, and uh, 44.27 I, I came in at, well, according to my watch anyway. So, yeah, I'm really pleased with that. It's a, a lovely morning, a really nice event, really well organised, actually. I'm Bob Secker. This is my wife, Remy, and we just ran the 10K. It went really well. Really, really good. Good fun. It's hot, but great. Loads of support. 
really, really good. It's very humid, not a lot of breeze, and it's just very warm. Really good, really hard. Loads of support around, loads of friends, great community spirit. There was a salsa band, Rygate Rock Choir were there at the bottom of the hill, that was brilliant. Loads of people outside their houses, really fun. Harry Taylor, and I was doing the 5k. It was pretty tiring, of course. <laughs> Hilly route, so steep. It's ridiculous. I've done it before, a year ago. Yeah, still so steep, still so hard. Daniel Brown, 10k. Tougher than I thought. The hills got me by surprise. I know the area, I knew the route on paper, but I've never ran the route, so the little bit at the end really caught me out. I mean, it's the first event I've ever done, so I was really pleasantly surprised about how busy it's been around here. Definitely tempted to give it another go, try and beat my time next year. I'm Linda Rodriguez-McGrabby, and I ran the 10K today. It went well, it went well. It's always a really good course. The energy is really fun. There's a lot of great people out there cheering you on, so that's, that's fun. I sort of live for, like being cheered on but it was hard it was definitely hard like I love cheering people on and I love having people cheer me on so it really really helps my name is Hannah Wright and I was also 10k race it's the second time and it was a course PB so I'm really happy like having support of the team out there and people cheering you on and even the volunteers like giving you encouragement all the way around is so good it really makes a difference to how you run and helps you up that last hill like there was a guy Saying, pump those arms, pump those arms, which really got me up the last hill. I'm Ewan Willis, run for Rygate Pro AC. I did the 5k, came first in 18 minutes 20 seconds, I think. So, uh, you know, really happy with that. Mainly do it because I think there's a prize, but you know, it's great atmosphere. There's people all around, which is great, and you know, nice in the park afterwards where you've got you know, tons of people, tons of food, and uh, loads of friends you meet. I run with Riot Pro AC, so you know I know a lot of people around here. So it's like a really nice thing when you're running the course and you see tons of people you know and everyone's supporting you. And half the marshals are RPAC members as well, so you know it's just a really fun thing to do. So I'm Samuel Stately, I did the 10k, did it in 33 minutes and 57 seconds. It was great out there, you know, having loads of people you know all cheering. Great atmosphere, especially here in the park. You know, last straight packs out. All sorts of people that you know, you know, cheering you on. It was great. So you do lots of training runs on the route, you know, that we've done today. Hi, I'm Paul. I did the run ragged 10k. I'm dressed in a gorilla costume. Why? <laughs> I've no idea. So did you get a lot of support? I did it along the way. Yeah, lots of kids cheering, everyone cheering for the gorilla. And the worst bit is the hill. Everyone will say that the hill in a costume even worse. Now it's quite appropriate because of course as everyone passes the finish line not only do they get their medal and so on and some water yeah. but you also get given some fruit which yeah. is quite appropriate. Yeah. As a gorilla I got two bananas. <laughs> I'm Nathan Bluer, we both ran the 10k just under 55 minutes. And how did it go for you? Bad, okay in the middle, really bad. Oh, <laughs> talk me through no, that, no, what happened? Fine. No, it's fine. We've done it, we've only been training like 6k but um, we used to live at the bottom end of Cockshot Hill at a crossroad, so we knew that was going to be a bit of pain, but didn't quite anticipate the last bit of pain at the end. And half a bottle of red wine last night wasn't very helpful either, but we've done it, so it's good. I'm Teresa, um, and the race was all right. It was my first get at 10K. I really don't like hills, so uh, it wasn't a good start uphill, and the last one either, but um, we've done it under 55, which I didn't think I will. We were aiming for 60, so very happy. It was well organised and we'll do it again. My name is Jude and I did the 5k today. The first kind of sprinting 5k I've done for a long time actually so there was a couple of secret hills. Obviously the hills they come with a little bit of down so that was uh, not so bad. The marshals were fantastic. It's just a brilliant day. And tell me who you're running for and why? I'm running for the Royal Marsden. Several people I know have suffered with uh, different types of cancer 
Myself, I'm undergoing treatment for multiple myeloma, which is like a blood cancer. But I'm six years down the line now. Treatment's going well. It's not curable, but it's treatable. So every day's a blessing. So this is fantastic that you've done this run as well. Yes, I'm, I'm very chuffed. I'm very chuffed. Thank you. I'm Karen. I've done the 5K, my first ever. It was for Radiate Ladies Joggers. So I'd just like to thank Emma, who's been our coach all the way along. I only started running in April, and first achievement, and I've yeah, really enjoyed it. The organisation, everything, the marshals, the encouragement, all the way along the way. So are you likely to do it again? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Ness, we did the 5K, and this is Florence. <laughs> and how did it go for you? It was really good. It was really good fun. Really, really good fun, and nice to run it with Flo, because... Um, we don't do much running together, but just every year she decides to do this with me. <laughs> so it's lovely. And how did it go? What was the worst bit for you? Oh, that hill. That hill there. It's awful. And those guys going, squeeze the peaches. <laughs> and how was it for you? It was good. I enjoyed it. What's it like running with Mum? It's fun. <laughs> You told me to shut up. <laughs> Were you giving lots of encouragement, yes, which you didn't want? Yes, All right, yes, okay. yes. I got told to shut up. <laughs> so I beat you. She did. <laughs> Are you likely to be doing it again? Probably. Next year? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some training next year. <laughs> Hi, my name's Poppy May. I just did the 10K. You're in a wheelchair. How did that go for you? It was very hard. The first hill, which is Cockshot Hill, was an absolute killer. I didn't think I was going to be meant to make it, to be honest with you, but I did. And then it was more hills from then on. So, yeah, my shoulders are on fire right now. I haven't seen anyone else in a wheelchair. Are you the only one? I believe so, yes. This is fantastic because it, it's not a flat course, as you say, so it's particularly gruelling for you. Yeah, there was uh, the last part of the um, race was a hill, and I, it was so steep that one of the runners helped to push me up to get my arms a break. <laughs> so, but yeah, did it, and I got the medal. And with everyone else, of course, it's, it's probably their legs most, but you with your arms. Yeah, I just completed a 10k last Sunday and just did this one, but I didn't think it was going to be that steep with the hills. So this is the first time you've done it? First time I've done the right get one, yeah. My name is Michael Woodcock and I ran the 5k. It took me about 45 minutes. I was very disappointed that it was not the course that I expected. It missed out the very steep hill. I can just about run up that hill without stopping. Tell me about your training. I used to run until I was about 70. Uh, then I fell off my horse, smashed my knee, and the surgeon told me to stop. And then when I got to 80, I thought, sod it. Are you allowed to say sod it? Sod it, I'm 80. Uh, I think I'll start running again. So I started running again last Christmas. This is my first nine months of running, so that's not bad since I haven't run for 10 years. So did you run a lot in your, in your youth? Uh, no, I'm rubbish at sports. I was never any good at anything. And are you likely to be doing Run Rygate again? No, I'm not likely. I'm definitely. I hope by next year, since I've only been running a short time, I hope to perhaps not two minutes off that, 5%. I'm hoping uh, some other 80-year-olds will get in touch. I would like them to contact the over-80s and say... Any over 80 who've run it and finished, it would be nice to meet up. And what about the support today? Have you got family with you? Uh, 16 of us, uh, and about 10 of us ran. So isn't that a wonderful support when you're 80? I recommend being 80. It's, it's absolutely great fun.
I, it, it was great fun to meet Michael and everybody else there. And you know what? This is what Planet Rygate Podcast is all about. Getting in the community, talking to people, hearing your stories. So congratulations to everybody who ran and thanks to everybody who came on mic. Nobody said no. And, and again, sorry to Jazzy as well. Now, if you know anyone who was featured there, then why don't you tell them about the Planet Rygate Podcast? You know, you can drop them a message on social media. You You can email them, phone them, whatever it happens to be, tag them in some way, shape or form. Maybe it's somebody down the road. Maybe it's somebody at work. Tell them about the Planet Rygate podcast. I heard you on this brand new podcast. It's really good. You said this and the other. You need to hear it yourself. Send them the link. And we're also at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. Now, last week we heard from Dave Kelly, who was the, the man behind it all, of course. Congratulations again to him for another successful event, 10 years of events. But at the event itself, we also spoke with Councillor Eddie Humphreys, who's the mayor of the borough of Rygate and Banstead. I think it's an incredible experience uh, for all the contenders to, to be getting out here. Getting up early, we've got a lovely day today. I left Banstead and it was very, very overcast and I got down here and it suddenly just, I think, produced about the right weather. The organisation that must go into this is incredible and all the charities that are being supported here is just phenomenal. And there's so many volunteers in our, in our Rygate Banstead Borough Council. We have, we've got, just got an abundance of volunteers and we wouldn't work without them. We have to take our hats off to them and thank them every time we see them. It's brilliant. Rygate is a special place, isn't it, for, for community, for volunteers, for people working together and running together. The whole of Rygate and Banstead is a, is a special place. I'm, I support the whole lot. Um, and, yeah, the community that we've got throughout the whole, all the different places in Ireland, from Hawley, Redhill, Rygate and Banstead, uh, all the different areas around there as well. We just love the... Um, the, the community spirit we've got and everyone wants to do things and you walk around you, you come here and you just think there's what three and a half thousand runners and loads of supporters all the tents are up and they got here what, whatever time ghastly hour in the morning I'm sure so um, <laughs> you, you, have you been tempted to run we were tempted to run and we were going to run today and as you see you're representing the Lose Urena Foundation which uh, is, is my charity this year and along with uh, the Royal British Legion and we were going to run but we've got an appointment which we're over in Guildford slightly later on but we've got to get changed up and into suited and booted and, and looking a lot different to how we can casually look, come along here and enjoy. Next year we, we, we will look to run it with uh, as a past mayor for the Lucy Rayner I'm sure. Councillor Eddie Humphreys, who's the mayor of the borough of Rygate and Banstead, being quite diplomatic there about other parts of the borough, wasn't he? And I don't know why he couldn't have turned up, frankly, to that big event in Guildford. I don't know what it was, but T-shirt, shorts, running shoes, that, that wouldn't have been a problem, surely to goodness. So one more feature to tell you about this week on the Planet Rygate podcast, and that is Planet Rygate Stars, where we thank... Local people, local heroes, see what we did there, Planet Rygate, stars, kind of all a bit of a theme. So it could be paid people, it could be volunteers, it could be neighbours, it could be a stranger who found your keys. And I spotted several potential stars this week. Let's hear about them. Planet Rygate stars, thanking local heroes who are out of this world. 
So we've got this one that we spotted. Just want to shout out to all the volunteers, the stewards, the sponsors and the paramedics today at Run Rygate. A special thank you to the guys that helped my husband when he came into trouble during the half marathon. He's doing okay. Well done to all the runners as well. So uh, absolutely, that sounds as though that potentially was a very worrying time for that anonymous poster on We Love Rygate during the course of the week. Also this from Sandra on the same site. Rygate Rock Choir had so much fun singing outside Woodhatch Place for the runners in Run Rygate this morning, especially the guy dancing around with a selfie stick. Hope everyone had as much fun as we did clapping and waving to the runners as they ran down Cockshot Hill. Got another non-Run Rygate star here. Grant posted... A massive thank you to the lady who pulled my two-year-old out of the Priory Park fountain today. I took my eye off him for five seconds. I feel like the worst parent in the world right now. If this was you, I'd like to extend my heartfelt gratitude. I think you saved his life and mine as well. Grant, you know, when I read that, my my stomach did somersaults and I think my heart missed a couple of beats. Uh, Thank goodness, whoever that was, you are certainly a star according to Grant, and us here at the Planet Rygate podcast as well. And one more from Robin, who says, Thank you to the amazing woman with the newborn baby at Rygate Traffic Lights who witnessed me crash my car and brought us cake to help cheer us up while I stood there with my newborn baby too. You really helped make good of a horrible situation. I hope you see this and you know how much it helped me. Nice to see some good in the world we live in. Four stars and more if you count all of those volunteers and the marshals and so on on the run. But four contributors to the Planet Rygate stars this week on the Planet Rygate podcast. If you want to get in touch with the star that you've spotted, hello at the Planet Rygate podcast.com. Planet Rygate is bowling balls in Rygate and bowling balls in Red Hill. And this is the Planet Rygate Podcast. Okay, still to come on this week's edition of the Planet Rygate Podcast with me, Peter Stewart. We're going to be hearing about front gardens in Earlswood and who's got the best one, plus house prices in the Planet Rygate area of RH1, 2 and 3, and where people are choosing to live at the moment and why. Got a local mortgage expert, Zeta's going to be joining us before the show is out, so stay tuned for that on the Planet Rygate podcast. Now, the feature that we're going to be doing every single week is Crack the Code. Did you manage to crack it from last week? If you wonder what we're talking about, go back to last week's episode, episode one, and find out what the clues were, because you're about to hear the answer to last week's and this week's clues as well on the Planet Rygate podcast. Crack the Code, our weekly game for Surrey spies. So, here comes the answer to last week's code. One, seven, two, eight. (laughs) 
So congratulations to you if you got 1728. If you're wondering what the heck is he talking about, go back to last week's episode and you'll find all the details there. That's the answer to last week's. Now we need the clue for this week's code. Planet Rygate podcast today in Red Hill and I'm outside Boots and uh, the main sign for Boots just over the main front door has got four digits just under the word Boots. Today's code that I'm asking you to crack, what are those four digits under the main sign on the front of Boots in the high street in Red Hill? Planet Rygate is peeling bells in Rygate and appealing bargains at the Belfry. And this is the Planet Rygate podcast. In the delightful surroundings of, uh, of Earlswood Lakes, this time on the Planet Rygate podcast, and I'm here with uh, with Renee. Renee Cantor, you probably know her as uh, the girl who gardens. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, well, first of all, before we start talking about blooming Earlswood, let's talk a little bit about you and what you do as your job. What is the girl who gardens? Oh, thank you, Peter. Um, well, the girl who gardens is someone who helps families make the most of their gardens. I think we all appreciate being outside. The last few years have shown that, hasn't that? You know, if you've got an outside space at home, um, A, you're very lucky, but B, to make the most of that space. But a lot of people don't know what to do with it, do they? They look out and they, they, they think, oh, it's been that way for 10 years. I'd like to do something. I don't have the confidence. I don't have the knowledge. I, that, you, you've hit the nail on the head. I think lots of people are overwhelmed by plants and gardens, but also some of the chores that are related to gardens. What I'm trying to do is make gardening or looking after your garden as easy as possible because if it's easy, we do it and then get those jobs out of the way so that we can be outside in our gardens enjoying them. So that's what I'm very much is hoping is that I can make gardens easy for families to get out and enjoy them um, and enjoy that time together. Do you find that some people say... I saw Titchmarsh do this, or I saw Dimmock do this. That's what I want. <laughs> they do. I think um, the Chelsea Flower Show, after Chelsea Flower Show's been on, there is a lot of um, dreams and aspirations, shall we say. Um... I bet some people come to you and say, <laughs> I saw this plant, it, w- it was white, and it-, and it went up a trellis. I don't know what it's called, but I want one. <laughs> I do do a lot of plant IDing. Right. And in fact, actually, it's a really useful thing to do, because... Um, I mean, we have got apps and things on our phone now, you know, that will help us identify things. But um, people are still a little unsure, and especially I think they're in their own gardens. They feel the pressure to know what's in their gardens as well. So I really hope that I, you know, sort of make it easy for them to to enjoy, but also to admit what they want to be doing and what they don't want to be doing. We're sort of beholden on traditions of gardens. You know, the home is our castle. You know, our granddads and our dads were fanatical about, you know, having a bowling green lawn. Life is really different now. No, it's much more rewilding and so on, isn't it? Going back to nature, having the bees in, the insects somewhere dare I say it for the foxes too oh no no definitely and actually a bowling green lawn is so wildlife unfriendly and I I talk about being 
conscious of our resources so and that can, that's our time and energy as well as money you know and actually I think I did think I was becoming a lazy gardener now I think I'm looking for easy gardening the lawn doesn't need to be scalped every week in the summer and in fact it's no good for the lawn and it's no good for the wildlife and I don't think it's any good for us either you know letting the lawn grow a bit um, so there are daisies and dare I say dandelions that, that will cause a few eruptions in some households just letting it grow a bit I think actually enables us to just breathe a little bit and and take take things a little bit more easier renee how do people get in touch with you for the girl that gardens if they if they are inspired if they want you to come along and to help them design their their new garden I've got a website, so it's thegirlwhogardens.co.uk, but I mainly hang out on Facebook and Instagram, and you'll find me as The Girl Who Gardens on both of those. And on Facebook, I actually run a Facebook group for gardeners, so it's a community of about three to 400 people looking for advice, sharing photos of their gardens. We're all gardeners, love to see other gardens. So um, it's a really nice place um, to hang out and ask questions if you need to. Okay, well, Renee's also with me today on the Planet Rygate podcast to talk about Blooming Earlswood, and it's a uh, a Good Front Garden Award competition. So stay with us. We'll hear a bit more about that and also announce one of the winners in a few minutes on the Planet Rygate podcast. Okay, just getting the, the printout of the uh, weather stats from uh, Professor Weather, our usual feature here on the Planet Rygate podcast. This script coming through. And, uh, right, OK, so what have we got here from Andy? Um, it's been quite a start to September 2023 in Rygate, he says. Uh, six days have already broken into the top ten of the highest average temperatures for the month. And we also broke the highest temperature for September in Rygate three times. Uh, that was at the start of the week, or by the start of the week, 34 degrees Celsius on the 9th of September. And you also may remember all of that rain that we had, uh, particularly on Wednesday. That was a terrific rain, wasn't it? And Andy says, with Wednesday's 21.6 millimetres of rain, it's now the wettest year we have recorded from January the 1st to September the 20th. The average is 483 millimetres at this stage of the year, and we've already recorded 652 millimetres. Indebted, as always, to Andy, our very own Professor Weather on the Planet Rygate podcast. Now, still to come, we've got mortgage advice from Zeta. She's a local mortgage advisor who lives in Red Hill, and uh, she's going to be joining us before the programme is out. At the end of the programme, our 60-second soundscape is here, and you'll be able to hear some more sounds from Run Rygate. But first, we want to hear more from Renee Cantor, the girl who gardens, and the Front Garden of the Year Award from Blooming Earlswood. So, Renee, you're also with me to talk about the uh, the Good Front Garden Award. So what made you come up with that idea? I think it started when I was walking my daughter to and from school. So she goes to school in Earlswood, and anyone who's got little children know that that can be quite a slow walk, <laughs> you know, when they're younger. I then realised I was often walking back very quickly because I had to get to work. When my work circumstances changed it, I realised that actually I was walking back slower as well. Being a keen gardener, I would always be nosy in people's gardens. And of course, walking past gardens throughout the year, and you see them change throughout the year, which is lovely. And it made me realise that if I was getting joy from people's front gardens, I bet you that I wasn't the only one. And 
what was even better was walking past gardens and the owner or the gardener being in their garden so Um, you'd stop and have a chat and ask them what they were doing or what their plans were that's it exactly and gardeners are quite sociable people I think so I had some lovely conversations with people so it came from that so how can I help people and encourage people to sort of you know make the most of their front gardens to show them off a little bit I think front gardens are very different to back gardens I think we do feel a little bit of pressure in front gardens to be quite neat and tidy um and to not let not let the street down not let yourself down (laughs) yeah that kind of thing and also it's the it's the curb appeal isn't it exactly um and I do speak to people actually who are just about to move about how to make the most of their front gardens for exactly those reasons. So I thought a healthy competition would be a really good way of doing it. So a few years ago, we held an actual competition where we had different categories. So we had kids' gardens, pots and containers. But there was something about it, and the competition bit was a little bit, wasn't quite, I don't know, didn't quite have the feel that I wanted. So when I was thinking about it this year, I thought actually it's all about encouraging people and it's about celebrating gardens. So what we've done this year is that we've asked people to nominate their favourite gardens um, in Earlswood and I put some criteria down so one was you know brightens up the street two was is it wildlife friendly and three was about the impact that even our small front gardens can have to help the environment and sort of help weather conditions so front gardens being paved over isn't if they're all paved over, it's not great because the water runs off yeah. into the street. If they're made into a parking space and use sort of permeable materials, then brilliant. So I wanted to acknowledge that in this. So, yes, yeah, so we've asked for nominations and the hope was that we would be able to find 100 good front gardens in Ellswood. That sounds quite a tall order, not to put down the good folk of Earlswood, because I'm sure there are a hundred and people work very, very hard on them. But to have the nominations in to actually, uh, you know, people are busy, you know, Mm -hmm. to, to nominate other people's, to put pen to paper or to click on a web form or whatever it happens to be. I'm hoping now when I ask this question, you're going to say yes. Did you get 100? Yes, we got 100. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit that I have had two or three cheerleaders. So people that I know that like gardens, I knew off the top of my head of at least five gardens that I walked past that ticked those boxes. So I went and checked out that they were still good. Mm-hmm. And, and then it actually, what it's made me do, it's made me walk around Earlswood even more. So I've been on lots of dog walks around Earlswood and St John's to seek out good gardens. So it's actually been absolutely wonderful. So yeah, we found a hundred. And it strikes me, Renee, that that if you walk past a fantastic garden, yes, it's helping the environment, yes, it's helping the insects, but also, and I've seen your face light up just then, it's helping you as a passerby or as a gardener. It makes you smile, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. And what's been lovely is reading the comments from those people making the nominations that's exactly what i've read in the comments and it's not all about plants you know there are some quirky things you're in talking some garden gnomes are you yeah i've seen a few gnomes okay. i've seen disco balls peter you know there are it, making a front garden a garden that makes people smile is definitely what I've been reading in the comments is that actually the positive impact that has on a street and also I think what's really interesting is when you do we talked about keeping up with the Joneses or not letting the street down it was quite interesting to see the number of nominations for gardens and they would all be in a little row it was almost like there was this collective vibe that sort of went out from one garden and got spread into the others so um, when we do this next year that target will 
clearly will increase. So, Excellent. Yeah. OK, well, you've talked us through what you were looking for and some of the gardens that you've seen as well. So we're going to... Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with us on the Planet Rygate podcast because we've kind of joined forces. We're about to announce the winner on the programme right now and also it's going to be on social media as well. Kind of not really a winner, is it? It's the most nominated garden, really, that you're about to announce. Yeah, so originally, I, for me, there was going to be 100 winners. But what became obvious when the nomination started to come in was that actually there was one garden that got more nominations than any others in probably than all the others put together so there is one garden in Ellswood that really really stands out and not only did it have the most nominations the comments about this garden and its owner just so heartwarming that it made sense to me to actually I wanted to recognize that and I wanted to recognize the person who owns this garden because what they do for Ellswood I think is actually really unmeasurable it's a garden that everyone in Ellswood will know so I decided that actually what we would have we would have a prize for the most nominated garden so everyone else gets a certificate or whatever to put up well wherever they want either inside or or, or on their on the front window or whatever it happens to be on the front porch so everyone can see that it's one of the the nominated gardens for this year's award and then we've got this overall winner if you like for the most nominated garden Renee Who does that belong to and where is that garden that we can go and see? (laughs) So um, it is strategically very well placed. So it is Dev and he lives at 132 St John's Road, which is at the corner with St John's Road and Hooley Lane. And it is a garden that everyone will recognise. He puts his heart and soul into it. I would call it a summer garden rather than a spring garden. So at this moment, in September, it is at its best. It is jam-packed with dahlias, sunflowers, chrysanthemums. It is the most colourful front garden. It is literally jammy-packed. But not only that, Dev is the most generous of men and he will stop what he's doing and talk to anyone who's coming past. But not just to sort of, you know, take the accolades for his garden, but also to share his knowledge. He is a really knowledgeable gardener and not only does he share his knowledge, he will share his experience and I think even his plants as well. So Dev on the corner of St John's Road and Hooley Lane is um, our most nominated garden for 2023. And you know Renee it strikes me that we've got to get down and we've got to see Dev's garden and we've got to talk to Dev and we've got to hear what his ideas were and have him describe that garden yeah so we'll yeah we'll, yeah, sort, that we'll, we'll sort that out we'll do that next week on the Planet Rygate podcast brilliant that I, and he will love that as well and I think you will love him and just his joy because I've spoken to him about some of the people that he's spoken to about his garden yeah it brings him so much joy so yeah can't wait and our sincere thanks to Renee Cantor, the girl who gardens for letting us join forces, kind of jumped on her bandwagon a little bit because she started up that uh, Best Front Garden Award competition uh, before the Planet Rygate podcast was born. So it's uh, great that we we're able to join forces. So maybe more of that to come 
next year as well which will be absolutely fantastic really looking forward to going down and seeing dev's garden we're going to be doing that this week and then you'll hear a report here from dev as well in next week's program on the planet rygate podcast if you've got any suggestions of planet rygate stars that we did earlier on maybe something for the good time guide maybe another business that you want to uh, to talk about maybe you run something a shop a service a business maybe it's a charity you're involved with whatever it happens to be these are all the ways you can get in touch with the Planet Rygate podcast. Email hello at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. That's hello at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. Find out more at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. Leave a text or voice message on WhatsApp 07917 874 572. 07917 874 572. Follow us on Facebook, the Planet Rygate Podcast. Find us, subscribe, and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Support us at buymeacoffee.com slash the Planet Rygate Podcast. And there I was the other morning going about my business and my phone rang. Yes, the Planet Rygate Podcast phone rang. And there was Pippa on the end of it. And we had a delightful conversation. And uh, Pippa, thanks very much indeed for your follow-up email as well. We will be getting down to see you in the not-too-distant future to Red Hill and hearing what you've got to say as well. So, uh, Pippa, thanks so much indeed for your call. Okay, also what we do on the show is support local shops and businesses and services like this. Thanks a million. The Planet Rygate Podcast, helping boost local businesses. Yeah, we are real great supporters of all the fantastic local businesses, the shops, the traders, the companies, the services right across the area in RH1, 2 and 3. So if you're involved with any of these, maybe you're a member of staff, maybe you own the business, or maybe you just like going in. Why don't you tell us about them so we can feature them on the Planet Rygate podcast? We love to boost them, yeah? Because if everyone spends just a little bit more with our local independent traders then we're going to boost the business for everyone locally, aren't we? The high street chains are fantastic. They have a place. Of course they do. But we love to support our own as well. Now, maybe you're thinking of moving your mortgage. Maybe you're thinking of moving your house and you have to get a new mortgage. Maybe you're just wondering what the situation is out there. Well, there's a group of people called the Mortgage Mums. And they've got bases right across the country. And our local rep with the Mortgage Mums is Zeta from Red Hill and I caught up with her in fact we caught up for a coffee uh, which Zeta actually bought me which was even better and we went down to the New Leaf Cafe in Woodhatch of course we spoke to them last week on the programme and caught up and I had a little chat with Zeta from the Mortgage Mums so we are a all-female brokerage, which is quite unusual. Of course, we are not just here to help women and mums to uh, sort out their mortgages. We are here for everyone. We very much about gender equality in, in the financial services industry. I've been in this industry for close to 15 years, and I worked with the big brands, big companies like Barclays Bank, Nationwide Building Society. So I have many, many years' experience in the financial services industry. And... Uh, 
more men than women work in that industry, which is quite interesting. And there's probably a lot of men in sharp suits and shiny shoes who are giving this advice, and, and that can put some people off. I believe so. One reason why I joined the mortgage is flexibility. They very much believe in that women should have the opportunity to be mums and have a career. Uh, and I have twins. Oh, you know, do I have to put my career on, on hold? That's quite daunting. And I think a lot of women are in this position. Finding the mortgage mum where we work very hard, or we can fla- uh, have that flexibility around our children and families, uh, which is very beneficial for our clients as well, because very often we meet clients in the evening, which suit them better, because they, a lot of them have children and families as well, and they can't really spend an hour and a half with me during the day. And this is people in the Rygate Red Hill area, is it, who are coming to you? And yeah, Absolutely. Uh, a lot of locals, so Red Hill, Rygate, as well as across the UK. So I'm, uh, I'm very fortunate that I can actually work anywhere. And a lot of my clients, of course, from Red Hill and Rygate, where I live myself. And what is the market like in Red Hill and Rygate at the moment? Definitely we did see some slowing down. People are a bit frightened of the high rates and house prices are high. So people, generally speaking, need big mortgages. Big mortgages mean high rates. Big mortgages mean high monthly payments. So quite a few people put their house move plans on hold. But still, there are people who want to move because they just simply grew out the house and they they want to move. The first-time buyer's market is still very intense. I have a lot of first-time buyer clients. And the reason why, because rents are increasing. Uh, They increased 12%. So people rather buy and pay those higher rates than pay the rent to the landlords. So I'm still very busy. It is still a sought-after area to move to. A lot of Londoners are moving down. Myself, I was a Londoner (laughs) to Rygate. It is a very popular area to live and that's why house prices are obviously still quite high. What is the appeal of people to come here? You and I know that, but what are they telling you when they want to move to this neck of the woods? Rygate and Red Hill, especially Red Hill with the train connections, is excellent for commuters. So people who still want to work in London because there are more job opportunities in London perhaps higher wages as well. People want to get in to work quickly and the train lines from Red Hill are excellent. Obviously you have train lines from Rygate as well. There's a good vibe to Rygate especially lovely high street but then also you have the countryside so you get both. They love being close to London but it's just lovely to be out here. It's a bit more quiet. Still, There is a vibe and the countryside. I mean that is amazing. So lots of outdoor activities going on. And and, and you say the the connections, not just to London, but also down to the coast or the county town, and that coast could be Brighton. Obviously, we're only Mm -hmm. a skip and a jump from the M23 or down to Dover. If you want to get the ferry, it's uh, it's really, really convenient, isn't it, for all of those? Absolutely. It's such a good area and such an easy access to, as you said, down to the coast, M25. It's just a fantastic Talk to me a little bit about estate agent speak. I know you're not an estate agent, you're a mortgage broker, but we hear sometimes, don't we, in fact, sometimes people kind of laugh about it, you're Redgate. You know, it's not Red Hill, it's not Rygate, it's in between, it's that kind of merging area. We know whereabouts that is. And also a new one, which has been, or a newer one, which has been spotted more recently, the Lesbourne Village. What do you make of those kinds of phrases? When I moved down to this area, I wanted to live in Rygate. However, 
I'm now living in actually Red Hill. Just get more for your money. And I think Red Hill is also improving. So look at the light. They just built that amazing place. Extremely popular, whoever I speak to and, and often with Rygate clients. So I think Red Hill is changing. You pay the premium for, for Rygate and you have to decide whether it's, it's worth for you paying that premium. Can you afford paying that premium, that's the big question, because you go to retail and you get so much more for your money. And these are the kind of discussions that you have with your with your clients Absolutely. when they come to you trying to work out the best mm-hmm. mortgage rate and so Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And you see, it's not like that right retail properties are not selling. I think it's a very personal choice. People have their priorities, preferences, and budget. <laughs> they will decide whether they want to be in retail or Rygate, or in between, which is the red... Redgate. Redgate, yes. Okay, Zita, thank you. Uh, How do people get in touch with you if they've uh, enjoyed our conversation and maybe they're thinking of moving or changing their mortgage or maybe they're being forced to change their mortgage how do they get in touch with you so it's not just for people who are buying properties but anybody whose mortgage is up for renewal email me zita at the mortgagemum.co.uk but i can be found on social media as well i have my facebook page instagram page and of course on the Mortgage Mom website there is a piece about me and again you can just send an email directly to that inbox. And our thanks to Zita for the chat. Oh, and the coffee as well, of course. This is the Planet Rygate podcast. And thank you as well for the loan of your ears over the last oh gosh it's quite a while it's a long show this week I do apologize my intention is to keep it a little bit shorter than this but wasn't it fantastic to hear from all of those runners at Run Rygate at the top of the show in a few moments time we're going to end as we always do with our 60 second soundscape and this week it is a bit more from yeah you guessed it Run Rygate uh, lots of bells and claps and cheers and all sorts of things going on in a couple of ticks time just want to take this opportunity to tell you what's going to be in next week's program we're going to be hearing of course from dev the winner of the best front garden award from blooming ellswood going to be meeting up with him and also renee as well so that's going to be in next week's program as i mentioned a few minutes ago also we're going to be hearing from becca now she's got a group called be your own birth so if you know someone who's pregnant and planning to be pregnant if you have been pregnant or your other half has been you're going to be interested in what becca's got to say about hypnotherapy for birth yeah just calming down just chilling it's going to make the whole experience much more interesting we're going to be talking about some of the workshops she's got we're going to be talking about the state of some of our local hospitals as well so join me and becca next week in the program and also Kay is going to be here now she's the arts development officer for rygate and banstead borough council and i caught up with her a few days ago and we're going to be hearing all about the arts takeover which is coming to the harlequin theater in red hill in a few weeks time All sorts of fantastic arts going on. There's going to be some singing, there's some dancing, poetry recitals, crime writing techniques, clay modelling. There's dozens and dozens of things. And as I say, we're going to be hearing about them on next week's programme. Just before I go, I also want to say thank you so much indeed to Rygate.uk because we've been featured in that this week as well. Planet Rygate, I'm quoting, Planet Rygate, a new free weekly podcast has launched. The work of local resident and broadcaster Peter Stewart. The podcast is a magazine-type production covering RH1 
2 and 3. And the first episode included interviews with Ron Rygate's Dave Kelly, uh, the pop-up Children's Trust wedding shop in Red Hills Belfry, and the New Leaf Zero Way shop and cafe in Woodhatch as well. So if you want to check out rygate.uk, they've got a regular newsletter there full of weekly news that you can go to and subscribe so it can pop into your inbox every week. They do the words, we do the audio, and we're going to be finishing off with another little bit of audio here from Run Rygate and our 60-second soundscape. I'm Peter Stewart. Thanks for the loan of your ears. We'll catch up next week, yeah? Well, I will. Come on. This is the Planet Rygate Podcast with Peter Stewart.